Hello, this is Menachem Dreloff. You're listening to Torah on the Go podcast. Podcast bringing Torah study to you. Recording live from my studio. This week's episode, Parashat Sav, contains nine positive commandments and nine negative commandments. In chapter 6, verse 3, there's the positive commandment to clear out the ash from the altar. The reason for this was, as discussed by the other mitzvahs, it was part of keeping up a, a, a proper atmosphere in the base of Migdash. This was part of taking care of the base of Migdash. This was applicable in the time that the temple stood, and to the male Kohanim, they were the ones that took care of this. In the same chapter, verse 6, there's the positive commandment to kindle the light, the fire on the Mizbeach, on the altar. And even though we know that the Torah tells us that it was a heavenly fire. Nonetheless, it was it wasn't supposed to be obvious that there was a nature that there was a miracle happening over here. So there was this commandment to to actually that the the, the coin would do an act an act of lighting. And this mitzvah was applicable in the time that the temple stood to the male Kohanim. In the the same chapter verse, there's another we also have the negative commandment that it, they shouldn't extinguish this fire. And this was applicable in, in the time the temple stood, and it, 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 both men and women were prohibited from extinguishing the fire. In the same chapter, moving on to verse 9, we have the positive commandment that the Kohanim were commanded to eat from the leftover of the Mincha sacrifice. And this was applicable in the time the temple stood to the male Kohanim. In the same chapter, verse 10, there is the negative commandment not to cook the leftover of the Mincha chametz. And this was applicable in, in the time the temple stood to both male and female. In the same chapter, verse 13, there's the positive commandment. The Kohen Gadol had to bring a Mincha sacrifice twice. Once in the morning and once in the evening. And the deeper meaning behind this commandment is since the Kohen Gadol represented the Jewish people, so just like the Jewish people as a nation had the, the Talmud sacrifice in the morning and in the evening, so so to him on a personal level, personally representing the Jewish people, would bring a sacrifice, this Mincha, in the morning and in the evening. And this was applicable in the time the Temple stood to the Kohen Gadol. In the same chapter, verse 15, there's the negative commandment that a Kohen should not eat of his mincha sacrifice. The deeper meaning behind this commandment, as we explained in the previous episode, that part that one of the reasons for the karbonas, the sacrifices, was to awaken the heart of the person bringing it. So over here, if he would eat from his own sacrifice, it would kind of be counterintuitive. And this negative commandment applied to the coin, both male and female, in the time the temple stood. The Next commandment we have in chapter the chapter 6, verse 18, is the spe- uh, specifications of doing the chata sacrifice. And the Sefer HaChinuch says that the deeper meaning behind this commandment is beyond the scope of our understanding. And this commandment is applicable in the time the temple stood to the Meo Kohanim. In the same chapter, moving on to verse 23, there's the negative commandment. Not to eat the meat of the chates that was that was slaughtered in on the inner altar, and this this was applicable 
to the Kohanim. Moving on to the next chapter, chapter 7, verse 1, there's the positive commandment of the specifications of how to f- properly fulfill the Asham sacrifice. And this was applicable in the time the temple stood to the Meo Kohanim. In the same chapter, verse 11, there's also the, specific, there's the specifications of the Zevach HaShlamim sacrifice. And this commandment was applicable in the time the temple stood to the Meo Kohanim. In the same chapter, verse 15, there's the neg- negative commandment that there shouldn't be left over any meat from the carbon toda, the toda sacrifice. In the same chapter, verse 17, there's the positive commandment that anything left over from the Zevach sacrifice should be burned. The deeper meaning behind this commandment is that naturally meat decays as the time goes on. And out of respect for the, for the temple, we don't wait until that decay happens. If the time passed and it's just sitting around, so we, it's destroyed. And the most efficient way of destroying something is through burning. And this was applicable in the time the temple stood to the Meo Kohanim. The same chapter, verse 18, there's the negative commandment that, that if a person, while performing a sacrifice, had the wrong intention, so that meat is called pigle and should not be eaten. And the deeper meaning behind this commandment is, as discussed, the point of the carbonus were supposed to have an impact upon the person bringing it. So part of, part of that efficiency was when it was done with the proper frame of mind, with the proper intention. There's supposed to be an the the right conscious understanding of what was going on. And this this was applicable at the time the temple stood to both male and female people, even non-Kohanin, Israelim, it was applicable to. In the same chapter, the verse, the following verse, verse 19, there's the negative commandment, not to eat the meat of the Kachim sacrifices that became Tomei, that became disqualified. This was applicable in the time that the temple stood to both male and female. The same chapter, in the same on the same verse, there is the the positive commandment to burn the meat of the Kodesh sacrifices that became disqualified. In the same chapter, verse twenty-three, there is the negative commandment not to eat certain parts of any animal, certain fats. It's called chelav, and the deeper meaning behind this commandment is not limited to eating eating these fats, but it includes all things that are not kosher. Is Hashem gave us certain dietary laws as food be- as we become what we eat. And this commandment is applicable in all places at all times to men and women equally. The same chapter, verse 26, there's the negative commandment not to eat blood from a domesticated and non-domesticated animal, and from birds. It doesn't apply to fish. And the meaning behind this commandment is the same as the one of not eating the fat that we just discussed. And this is applicable in all places, at all times, to male and female alike. The sages taught there's an incident involving a Gentile who came before Shammai. The Gentile said to him, How many Torahs do you have? Shammai said to him, Two, the written Torah, and the oral Torah. The Gentiles said to him, With regard to the written Torah, I believe you. But with regards to the oral Torah, I do not believe you. Convert me on the condition that you only teach me the written Torah. Shammai scolded him and cast him out with reprimand. The same Gentile came before Hillel, who converted him and began teaching him Torah. On the first day, 
He showed him the letters of the alphabet and said to him, Aleph, Bet, Gimel, Dalid, basically describing the order. The next day, he reversed the order of the letters and told him that an Aleph is actually a Tav, and so on. The convert said to him, but yesterday you did not tell me that. Hillel said to him, you see that it is impossible to learn what is written without relying on a normal tradition? Didn't you rely on me? Therefore, you should also rely on me with regard to the matter of the oral Torah and accept the interpretation that it contains. Thank you very much for listening in to Turn on the Go podcast. Don't forget to leave your comments below. Stay tuned for next week's episode.